Dive into the thriving local arts, entertainment, and food scene with coasting editor Jerry Boggs and his guests. Let us be your guide to the creative South Coast. Welcome back to our Coastin' Podcast. We're, uh, this is our first Coastin' Podcast on the road. So uh, we're at the uh, Zaterian Performing Arts Center, and uh, we're in the Pendler space uh, next to the piano with uh, New Bedford Symphony Orchestra music director, Yaniv Denur. Thank you for joining us again. It's my pleasure. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, your season opener. Um, yeah. How's, uh, are you ready? <laughs> as ready as I can be. Um, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Always very exciting to open the season. This is my second season as music director here, and um, especially with with this music that we are going to perform, that is um, really hard to describe. Maybe epic Ooh. is the right word. That's a good word for uh, yeah. That's a, that's a nice uh, promo for people still uh, still looking to buy tickets for the yeah. uh, the concert. An epic adventure. Nice. So the, the title is Let There Be Light. Explain kind of what, uh, what that means and why you chose that. Well, uh, I was thinking about the, the Fifth Symphony of Mother that we are performing. And um, uh, this, this piece, which is a humongous piece, uh, it has uh, not four movements as, as normally you can find in, in the symphony, but, but five movements. And... It starts uh, in a very dark way with a funeral march and ends in maybe the best ending that was ever written uh, for a symphony, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. So, and, and when, I, when I try to put it into words, it, it just, it's, it's kind of like that. It's, it's, uh, um, it's I think I wrote... Uh, uh, a thousand, a thousand sons, or something like that, in the in the uh, program. It, it, it's really, it's really something that that you don't hear. So, do the five movements go? You know, the funeral march, march sounds kind of like the darkness. Does it go from that into the light? Is it a? I guess is the feeling coming through the five movements. Is it a emerging from the darkness into the light kind of? Yeah, thing? it still has the the usual form of a scherzo in the middle, and uh, we also get a, a beautiful um, movement, uh, the slow movement, which is called uh, the adagetto, that uh, is written only for strings and harp, which creates a very uh, unique sound in this. Uh, in this big piece that is written for a very big orchestra. Suddenly you hear only strings and harp and uh, this beautiful uh, theme. It is, you know, I'm like, you know, you're, you're an expert. I was like, ooh, did he, you know, was that a mistake? But that's such an interesting little discordant note. Yeah, there, yeah, kind exactly. of, uh... No, this time I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> it's actually written. That's fascinating. So, how does that work with the entire symphony kind of playing that? Is it, I mean, I, I guess it's, is it more impactful even? What? That moment, that, uh, that kind of... 
there are a lot of jarring mo- moment. There are a lot of moments like that uh, in, in the symphony that are heart wrenching. Mm. Uh, you know, I think it was kind of um, uh, it's it's kind of a glimpse into mother's soul. Uh, I think he had a very tortured soul, uh, you know, and um, he really uh, he had a short life, but he really experienced life uh, uh, to its fullness. I think he he was conducting the whole year uh, the biggest orchestras and uh, was composing in the summer in the summers his own music and uh, had this uh, crazy uh, love. Uh, story life with his wife Alma and um, experienced uh, tra- tragedies with his uh, uh, daughter young daughter dying and so uh, the symphony is is, uh, is really capturing all of this maybe and um, uh, but also because it's the fifth symphony you cannot but think about Beethoven's fifth oh. symphony I think every there wasn't any composer after Beethoven <laughs> that that uh, uh, when a composer comes to write to write the f- his fifth symphony, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, after <laughs> and the the symphony actually starts um, with a solo trumpet playing this theme. <laughs> also refers to something else. It refers to this. The wedding march yeah. of, of Mendelssohn. So, mother takes this motif of the wedding march and makes a funeral march out of it. Instead of... And then the, the slowing the tempo, slowing the pace down, changes right. the feeling entirely. Exactly. You yeah. get from listening to that. That's fascinating. And is, is Mahler a? Uh, I think you, you mentioned in the studio is one of your favorites, one of your, uh, one of your kind of uh, go-to uh, composers. Definitely one of my favorite composers, together with Mozart. And um, uh, we also started the previous season, uh, my first season here. Uh, with uh, Mahler's first symphony, and I'm hoping that it will be a kind of a tradition that we open every season of ours with a with a Mahler symphony. It's really magnificent. And you mentioned the harp uh, in kind of the middle of the of the Mahler. Is that did you? I'm sure it's planned. You have the uh, the harp soloist coming in for the uh, for the first half of the concert. Um, is she going to play in the in the Mahler? Uh, no, she's not, yeah, she's not playing in the Mahler. She's playing uh, her own piece, uh, uh, a harp concerto uh, by Vivian Fang, uh, which certainly relates in that, in that respect to the Mahler symphony with the famous uh, strings and harp movement that I mentioned. 
but and it wasn't actually it wasn't planned, <laughs> but but uh, sometimes it happens like yeah. that. You you put things together and, and you find uh, additional connections. <laughs> you know, uh, so it's it, it's nice. This is um, a, an amazing piece that Vivian Fang wrote for our soloist Bridget Kibe, uh, who is a harp monster. <laughs> and uh, you, you will hear her. Uh, I think you, you never heard the harp sound like this. She's amazing. And uh, this is a, a concerto written for her and for a string orchestra together with some percussion. And uh, it uses the, the, the harp to, to, to its full extent. And uh, to, it goes to the extreme of the harp. Uh, it's, at one point, she needs to, to even put paper inside of the strings of the harp to, to create a special oh, wow. sound. Yeah. And um, uh, you will hear different uh, takes of the composer of um, uh, a waltz, tango, uh, a musical genres like that that she plays with and puts her own mark on. So it's a very, very cool piece and I'm very happy we, we get to do it. How often do you see the harp kind of featured like that as something not kind of... You know, in my mind, the harp is in the corner during a cocktail hour, you know, kind of uh, playing background music. But it's kind of nice to see it out on center stage. Right. I think I think uh, it's unusual. Uh, you don't uh, find this very often. The, the harpist is a is a soloist, um, so I think it's a it's a good opportunity to to come and experience it. And then Bridget's kind of a singular talent. You think she is. She's really. Uh, she was called. Um, the yo-yo ma of the harp uh, by one of the newspapers, and I think she 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 really is fantastic. So, um, you know, kind of kind of as we kind of close in, you know, you talked about being able to play the, the Mahler and things like that. Can you give us a little bit more of um, what you know? If there's something that you want to kind of explain to the people who are going to be in the audience, something that they really need to be listening for. Um, and specifically, maybe in the in the final movement where you talk about coming into the light and how epic it is, um, what uh, what should we be prepared for? I, I think uh, they won't be able to miss that moment because it, it's so um, overwhelming. Uh, but you know, it's, it's tricky because uh, if I if I tell people to to listen to to something, um, I, I'm afraid that that that's the only thing they they huh. are going to think about yeah. and look for. Right. So I, I would I would uh, say the opposite thing. Just just um, sit back, close your eyes or not. You can look at the orchestra. That's fine. Um, and and what's going on? And and uh, try to take it all in. And um, uh, allow yourself to 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 be open to the music and to be changed by it. Because uh, certainly with Mahler. I think it's very possible that he did that for me when I heard Mother for the first time. So I think that's it. Nice. Can you play us out as a as a little uh, a closing uh, a closing moment? A closing moment. Um, I'd like to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. From um, you know, there's the skirt skirtsa movement that is kind of like uh, something between a waltz. And uh, Landler, uh, more of a village uh, dance that it, that goes. <laughs> 
Love it. Thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to seeing you Friday night, 7.30 at the Zaterian for the uh, New Bedford Symphony Orchestra's first concert of the year, Let There Be Light. Thank you, Unique. Thank you very much.